Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode. And again, sorry if you see loads of chop. You literally, when you're trying to do something and get to a certain level, you really have to like multitask quickly. So recording, coming back, training, coming back, it's just, it's what mm. it is. But we're being graced by our guests. And especially for people that don't know, this is like after a full day of work and the fact that somebody's willing to give us a time, you should always be grateful. It's Moses Makola. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm doing fine, thanks, man. Even good. better now. Yeah. Good, good. How um, how how was like? No, I didn't actually know this until you spoke to me, obviously, because LinkedIn doesn't keep your age in that. But for mm. being for being eighteen, what keeps you so like driven to do all the stuff you're doing? Good question. I feel like um, I don't know. I feel like I've always. I don't believe somebody can be content if that makes sense. I don't believe in contentment. Mm. I feel like there's always once you get to like say you have a goal. Once you reach that goal, you want to go even further than that goal. I don't believe you can ever be content. Even if I say today, one day I want to have, say, I don't know, I say a million pounds. I think if I were to get to a million pounds, I say, no, no, I want 10 million now. And I'll just keep going. I, I just, I don't think I can be content. Mm-hmm. I think it's bad, but it's also good in the same sense that like, I'm always driven to do something. I always have a new goal I'm trying to chase in. Mm-hmm. And even just, even just people around me, I think it's quite important for me to do my best, like my family. So just everybody around me, they just kind of inspire me to just do the best I can and, yeah, I think I've always been driven to be honest, but it's hard. It's hard sometimes to also keep up because you see a lot of people around you in my age. There's not a lot of people doing the kind of things I'm doing at the same time. So when I'm seeing my friends, some of them, you know, they're doing one thing and I'm mostly I'm doing the other thing. It's kind of hard to kind of, you know, when you see other people are doing something that looks a lot more fun than what you're doing, it's really hard to just think, okay, well, I'm doing this fine. But you just gotta be just it's just got to be disciplined to be honest and like really believe in what you're doing and you believe that it's better for you in the long run. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, I can't stop. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree with you. But to get into yourself a little bit, Mm -hmm. so you, 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 you're effectively right. Well, obviously, we'll do it right now, but then we'll go back because it's it's kind of easier for people to relate that way. Right now, you're a real estate investment specialist, part time. Yeah. What what ex, what ex, what exactly just for the viewers that maybe don't know what exactly is uh what exactly is it you do like day to day? So currently, what we work on at the moment at the company I work at, we um specialize in property sourcing. It's mm-hmm. so what we do for a lot of people that are trying to get into um different property investments, like different. They're trying to get into property. Essentially, we kind of help them now in terms of we save their time because obviously to find a property you now the right kind of price, the right kind of profit coming in all these different things going on, different contracts. So we, what we do, we kind of act as a middleman between like an investor, say the landlord or the agent. We act as like a middleman to just kind of smooth the proceedings and just make the investor have like less worries essentially when they're trying to get into property. So that's what we kind of work. That's what we do as a company. So obviously myself, my day, maybe obviously I'm looking for different properties, looking for different deals online, deals in different websites, Gumtree, Zoopla, Open Rent, just to kind of, that kind of, you know, the whole kind of property websites. And also, I'm also spending a lot of time talking to different investors that maybe they want to take on something. So I'm booking them into viewings with different agents, different landlords maybe that are trying to get into to take a look at the house that it's going to maybe potentially, you know, invest in. That's the kind of how it goes in the day. So most of the time, I'm just spending, just trying to find those. So talking to different agents on the phone, just, you know, obviously let them know what, what we're kind of doing if they're willing to kind of have that happen. And if they are willing, Obviously, it's good for us, good for business. I'm kind of go through that. And if not, I am now talking to different investors to try to get them booked in for the viewings now. 
So it's just a lot of it's a lot of stuff. But I think it's I enjoy it. So I think it's you know it's doable. Yeah, yeah. Doable. it'll be dealing with like as because you're saying investors, so you'll get you'll be good at um, relations when it comes to people that have like a lot of money because they obviously mm. that's obviously different dealing with a normal well, quote unquote what people say normal person. Mm. So yeah, you're definitely getting like like all sorts of different avenues and that. So it's, it's good experience as well, to be honest. Is that um, 110%. so? Excuse me. So you were um. We'll go back a little bit. You were at, you mm-hmm. did um you are currently at Queen Mary University of London as well. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. And what is it you're studying? Like what do you do at the uni? I study computer science at the moment. Computer science. So for those of you, for those of um people that did watch it, we did have somebody that were talking about computer science before, but I never actually asked them what computer science was, and somebody kicked me for that. So could you mind telling us what exactly computer science is? I get this wrong, it'll be embarrassing. Um, <laughs> computer science, essentially the science for computers, to be honest, I hate to say it, but it's kind of looking into how different things work in terms of the hardware of computers, so the physical aspects, mm-hmm. and like the, you know, the software, so like applications, different kind of programming. But I think largely when I do talk about computer science, it's a lot of maths, a lot of math stuff to do with computers, like for instance, binary, different hexadecimal kind of related stuff. And I think it goes to programming. So then this is different coding languages, say Python, Java. But I think that's largely what it entails, like, um, if I had to say it briefly, I think that's largely what it entails. So when you're, uh, what, what was the reason you chose to go from, because you went from school to uni, is that, am I correct in saying that? Yeah. How, was there a reason, I'd, obviously I don't, I don't, I, I kind of, I'm kind of, because obviously I'm from Scotland, so I'm kind of gathering mm. how English, uh, um, their work, their uni and college and stuff like that works, but does, can, I take it you didn't need to go straight from college, you could have went from, well, since you went from school to, to uni, was there a reason you didn't go to college or you were just like, I don't need to do that so I can just jump forward a step? I would say, I think it says six form, so I did, so six or one colleges had the same thing basically. So I did obviously I finished school um like secondary school. Then I went to sixth form, which is the same as college. So that's like two years I was spending on my A levels, and that's the two years that you need to do before you get into university. Mm-hmm. So I did spend time in here's known as sixth form or college. So I I went to a sixth form instead. So it's a bit smaller than like a a college. But obviously I got my A levels then, which is the qualification needed to get into university. And then after that, I thought like I don't know. I feel like it's not really. Nowadays, it's not like a standard procedure you should take in terms of like your career. There's no like correct way, but it seems to me that the thing that made the most sense is just going to uni after sixth form when I finished my college stuff. So that's the kind of route I decided to take. Mm, yeah. So, well, with knowing the fact that like, so the reason we the 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 way it works, and I'm sure you yourself will know, but viewers might not know that the way it works in Scotland is you can do your. Uh, pretty much a degree, three years of a degree, the first two years is a HNC, a HND, and then your degree year. But in Scotland, we can do them at college. So you go from school to then college, and then you go to university. Or you can do three at uni, but obviously to save money, you do them at college. And it's it's so much easier. Yeah, it's so much easier on the people and yourself and that. So was the, what year, what what year are you currently in, in university just now? I've just started, so I'm in my first year. I started in September, so this first is my, I've just done my first semester again to my second one now. What's your uh, so when you were going into the um, into computer science, 
and then you're involved mm-hmm. in real estate effectively is that what's what's the is there like a, is there like a little ulterior plan you've got where you want to get involved in software and real estate and or what's your kind of because they're i mean they're they're obviously different but they're kind of this they're kind of going to be the same which we will get to in a little bit they're kind of going to be the same what's your what was the reason behind uh, that um it's a good question to be fair i think quite literally obviously i've been doing programming computer stuff my whole life so that's as even there's no question about it just to me to do computer science i think that's what i did really strongly with in school i think in terms of real estate i think it was like for me anyway i feel like it's a good thing to kind of pursue as like a side hustle if that makes any sense mm-hmm. it's a good skill to have so potentially one day when i'm older i have a bit more capital to work with i can be kind of doing into a lot of like you know property development property kind of management property investments that kind of stuff so i feel like for me it was an important skill for me to learn and obviously, not only am I learning about property, I'm also learning about sales. As I mentioned before, I'm talking to different investors. So I'm learning some a lot of sales skills, also marketing, aftermarket to different kinds of, you know, investors, different landlords, different agents. So I feel like it's like a, a lot of skills I'm learning at the same time. And I do feel like they will tie well eventually one day with the property, no, sorry, the computer science stuff I'm doing. So potentially one day I can, I can say myself, I've got experience to potentially sell like a, a property kind of based software app, if that makes any sense because I've mm-hmm. I have my time in property I've had my time also in sales and marketing within the property stuff and on the side I've got a skill of computer science as well so this means I can just kind of put it together into a lot of it if that makes any sense yeah 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 it does yeah it's a, it's a good way to go about it and the fact that like because I, I still want to ask you something but like to just go off of what you just said the fact that you're doing it at, you know 18 so were you 18 this is a Never mind, silly question. I was going to say, were you 18 last year? But obviously, um, was the, there must be like people, I take it like your, uh, your mum and your dad and your family are quite driven people because to be driven at your age, that's, that's even, even in this day and age where it's, we are very like, you know, motivation, you got to do this, you got to succeed and all sorts of stuff. People still don't. So like, 100%. what's was? Do, do you have like quite a circle around you, like your parents and or maybe like siblings that are quite driven, or is it just you 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 want to be like the the sole provider type thing? I think in directly in my household. Um, so how I, I live right now, I live with my mom. So my dad doesn't live with me anymore, right, and I'm the oldest as us. I've got three younger siblings, so I'm the oldest. So in my household, I don't think it maybe there is to an extent but I don't think there's anybody that just tells me okay Moses go do this go do that go do that I just kind of I don't know where it was maybe growing up I just had it in me the whole time I have to be responsible that makes any sense I have to be responsible I have to be able to do things for myself and do things to people around me I can't just sit down doing nothing doesn't make sense to me but I do feel like my friendship group though I feel they're quite strong Mm -hmm. because of them being driven because I think one issue is all even though on social media when people see other people like achieve things to get like successful they tend to get jealous mm. for me i think it's the direct opposite if i see somebody especially close to me doing something amazing or they're being very successful for me it just drives me because i think if they can do it i can do that as well and even more so it's just really i think my friendship circle is quite important for me to just always be just to be driven to be honest and even yeah. those around me i'm obviously you can hear talking to me you can say that i've done a lot maybe but there's people that have done way more even i don't know my age this is ridiculous so hmm. yeah the 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 thing as well is that um like you're saying you're very um you're driven and you're envious of people so you're like yeah i, I know i can get it like you look up to them aka that's another way mm. of saying that it, it's great it's great to be like that at that age but 
so say like um what what year is this 2022 say like five years time so 2027 what's your what's your obviously people's end goal changes but mm. what's your kind of goal you want to be in five years time or where you want to be sorry five years time so um if i am correct i think i should be graduating obviously hopefully in 2024 so that means i have three years after i graduate i think hopefully at that point Obviously, it's a, it's a large goal to say, but I would like to be self-employed. I would like to be self-employed, hopefully. Um, I just hope I have more control over my time, which is I can control a bit more of my time. And I think, hopefully, I'm doing a lot of things as well at the same time, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So I've got a lot on my plate, but I also got a lot of time on my hands. I'm also like, just, I'm just really dependent. I want to be really independent. Sorry, that's the wrong word to use. I want to be really independent. So I'm just... I don't have to worry about too many things. I just have control of everything that's going on in my life. And there's also a lot going on at the same time. So that's the kind of goal I have, hopefully, five years. Once again, yeah. it could change though. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It always, as you're saying though, it, it's good to have goals, but goals that one are attainable and two that you can break. Like there's, mm. there's, there's, always, there's always that side of section of things as well is that people actually sometimes forget that you need to have goals that you can break and goals you can achieve as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. But because of like, you've been, um, I take it you've kind of always known what you wanted to do and be involved in, involved in since you've kind of like, you know, well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you explain that. Have you, have you actually always known what you wanted to be involved in or was it like a, a swift change somewhere? I think to an extent, because like I said before, I've always been a really computer tech kind of guy. I've always been spending a lot of time on computers, kind of fixing them, doing different things. But I think it wasn't up until maybe year 11. So this is uh, maybe 15 years old, 14 years old. I feel like at the time I wanted to get into finance and accounting a little bit. But I was talking to another one of my friends now. Like I mentioned before, I think my circle is quite important, me and my success. So I told this one of my friends now. He just persuaded me. He said it doesn't make sense for you to do that because, like you said, you like computers. At that point, I was like, wow, like, why am I getting into finance? I like computers. Mm -hmm. So it just kind of, at that point, it really just, it showed me that, okay, for me, that makes more sense now to do computers. So from the age of maybe 15, I was, I've been there to sell computer science. So everything I've done in terms of education, career, I've, computer science has always been the focus. I think also just getting older now, maybe when I'm turning from around 18, even around last year during lockdown or whatever, I kind of saw computer science is good. But I really like entrepreneurship as well. So I really want to kind of use the skills I'm gaining from computer science to push into entrepreneurship. So I think that's probably the main thing I want to do right now, entrepreneurship. And I think it's been, like for a long time, I've been wanting to do entrepreneurship. So I think definitely it's, yeah, always one goal. Yeah, you were saying you want to be self-employed. What is that something to do with computer science or is that to do with real estate? Or both? It could be both. It yeah. could be both, literally, it could be both, because it just depends now if um, how everything's working. Because say, I can we have like, obviously, hopefully, I have a kind of horrible business, like a business in real estate, I've got business in computer science. It's going to be both. So just just do as many things that I can. But the way I like to kind of like um put it into words and kind of, um yeah, just put it into words, like, just like one thing. I like to say that I, my plan is to take over the world, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's not literally to do that. It just means to do everything that I can every single thing that I can just to do as much as I can and just just keep high and be good at it so when I say take over the world it just means anything I can to be honest everything anything just as much as I can so yeah when I say entrepreneurship self-employment it just means just I'm just I'm just a free guy to be honest I'm working on things that I want to do 
and the things that I think I value as well, because obviously even working, I think this summer I got my first job. It was quite difficult to work for something you didn't care about. And that's not something I understood before, to be honest. So I think learning that kind of lesson, it kind of inspired me now to make sure that, especially when I'm older, I'm going to maybe have kids, whatever. I'm going to be doing things that I love, like everywhere, just everywhere. I'm just happy consistently in my career, education, relationships, anything. I just want to be like happy. I'm doing things that I care about, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. No, no perf- yeah, you, you, you're making perfect sense, man. It's like genuinely, yeah. like, I, I definitely hear where you're coming from. But on, a, on, a, on another way to look at it, you get from doing what you love all the time and from kind of like selecting, which honestly, I'm totally for you doing that. And I'm totally for everybody that's watching this, totally for everybody doing that. But um, when you do that sort of stuff, you get a lot of negativity because you're like, oh, you could be doing this, you could be doing that. Or if you have gotten, if, well, if you have, obviously, how do you deal with like the negativity? Like, oh, you know, why don't you just do this? Or why don't you just take that job? Or if you don't even get that, how do you deal with negativity in general? Mm, I think negativity is a difficult thing. I think obviously you can't avoid it sometimes. It's everywhere, especially now with the internet. Sometimes you just when you just make a comment on YouTube, someone's just attacking you for no apparent reason. Negativity is everywhere nowadays. Mm. I think for me, I like to if I if I can, I'm just very I like to just bring myself together. So I think when I have time to spend by myself, I'm able to just collect my thoughts, just think about things through and just be more like considerate about the situation that's going on. I think especially when like I'm dealing with negativity from like other people, I think it's important to be empathetic and think about think about things from a different perspective, if that makes any sense. Because obviously, one thing I like to believe, I think everybody has a reason for doing everything. I don't think anybody's stupid. I think even if someone's attacking you, I think they have a reason behind it. So even me thinking that in my head, I'm, I have to be like considering the fact that it was for me, I don't like it, but they have a reason for it. For them, it makes sense. To me, it may not make sense, but because to them, it makes sense. I have to just like, you know, can't do much about that and I just have to be very like um I just try to I try to be positive regardless anyway I try to be very positive mm-hmm. in my own head so even sometimes I know I can be feeling a bit down or whatever I try to listen to music maybe or I can watch something I spend time with my friends or family I just try to just be around things that I know make me happy and during those that negative times I do think in terms of when you're talking about how people sometimes are pushing you to do certain things mm-hmm. I believe if you're like if you genuinely love something it doesn't even matter like somebody can tell you to do anything you, you wouldn't even you'd even hear it to be honest I think that's one thing about human beings as well I think we're quite stubborn in terms of like we're quite prideful as well so we really do like like to do things ourselves our own way like to believe we're correct as well so if someone tells me that something's wrong I believe it's right it's very very difficult for them to like dissuade me from that so I don't it could be an issue one day but today I don't think that's a problem for someone to tell me that you shouldn't do that I, I generally if I feel very strongly about it, it'll be hard for me to listen, I'll be honest. When yeah. I say no, it should it shouldn't do that. It's it's a bad thing, but it's a good thing at the same time. I think in moderation is a good thing because you should be humble, you should be willing to listen to people. Mm. But in moderation, because if you just followed everybody what somebody said, you know, it won't be good. Yeah, there's you know, the reason I was asking that is because as people know, because I've mentioned it before, I wasn't very I didn't deal with negativity that type. I used to get really angry and stuff when I was 18 mm. and that because it just, I didn't deal with it quite like, you know, what you just said, which is is quite blown away for the fact you do. So good for you, to be honest with you. But see when you're, see when you're um, dealing with that type of stuff and you're, you're doing all that, you know, you're doing, um, you're working uni, you know, you're probably doing other stuff that we'll get into. So you're, you're kind of probably, you're probably junk, ju- juggling loads and loads of different stuff. 
So do you ever feel yourself, and I know you're young, so you should, you should be okay, but do you ever feel yourself being like, damn, I'm so fatigued, like I'm so burnt out, I'm so dead. And if you do, how do you deal with that? I think all the time. I think most of the time even, I'm probably more tired than I am not tired, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like how I deal with that, to be honest, um, it's difficult when you're burnt out, you're not really in your right mind frame, I don't think. You're just very tired. And you just just forget everything. I don't think I do that very well. I'll be honest. I don't do that very well at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to work on that. To be honest, and just improve on that. But obviously, I also have the right mentality. So when I get burnt out, I have something to do that kind of like pushes me. And I think every time I do get burnt out, the best way for me to kind of get back in is to kind of like um just take one step at a time. Just get slowly, 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 just coming back in. Say for instance, I haven't done any schoolwork for like a few days or maybe I say okay today I'll do at least 30 minutes the next day I do at least one hour then two hours and I'm just building and building and building and then eventually I must say hopefully fingers crossed I'm back to just how like I was when I'm just not burnt out if that makes any sense yeah yeah totally yeah because it's always good to have a plan because some people don't get burned out that easy because they don't apply themselves to too much stuff but I think you should you shouldn't be um concerned would be a good word of being burnt out but you should actually have that thing of being like okay it could happen like it could happen so how am I going to deal with it like it's like having a plan for all different types of stuff it's very like yeah like you know again you you, you definitely have a positive head about it but see when you're spreading time between uh, uni your job and obviously social life and you know free time as well just like time to yourself like you said to reflect on that how do you make sure you're applying it to everything? Like, you know, all the different stuff you do, if that makes sense. Mm. I feel like it's important just even just when, you, when I wake up and start the day, I kind of just have my head together. I say, today I need to get X, Y, Z done. If I get that done today, it's a successful day, in my opinion. So I just try to have goals that I can really achieve throughout the day. Instead of having like, before what I used to have, I used to have like a timetable to say, Okay, from nine to ten, I do schoolwork. From ten to eleven, you know, I do something else. But I feel like it doesn't work because even during lockdown, you can see it's unpredictable. You can't. I don't think you can ever predict your day by the minute or even by the hour because anything could happen at any time. It just changes everything. It throws everything out the window. So I'd like to have goals that I've set for the day. So say, for instance, I wake up today. I say, I want to have A, B, C done. Hopefully, fingers crossed, by the end of the day, I can get that sorted, and I know how I allocate the time correctly to get that thing sorted. Well, I think it's also important to have things that you know they're more important than other things, if that makes any sense. And I think in my case, I am quite fortunate that obviously I think with my um the people I work with and like in terms of my company, I think they're quite understanding that obviously there's a lot going on on my plate right now as well in terms of university and then other things going on. So say for instance, I have like a bad day at work, I don't do too much, you know. My, I think my boss is quite understanding to say, okay, I see why this is this why it's happened, and we can just work from there. But I don't feel like everybody's as fortunate to have like. So somebody understanding just to, to be around, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah totally, yeah. totally, yeah. yeah. I think that having the having people that understand that you yeah. do a lot is what you need. Like, a lot of people don't get it, and they'll be like, you shouldn't do that, you should stop doing it. But it's like, no, you need to be around people that are like, you are doing a lot, but you do need to, like, take back from, like, this section and put it in this section a little bit when it comes to certain things and spreading about your time properly. But how much... Um, do you always, I know it's maybe a silly question, but do you always allocate the right amount of time so you can actually take that breath out, like take that breather and maybe like put the phone down and like just like 
take a breather and then go back to it? Or do you sometimes forget that because you are quite a bit, you are quite busy? I feel like um, sometimes me having free time, I don't feel like I ever just, I, I don't allocate time to my free time, I don't think. I think I value my free time quite a bit. So if I do get tired, I just, I just step away, to be honest. Mm. If I do get tired, I'll step away. I'll go do whatever I need to do for a little bit, have like a breather, go on my phone for a little bit and then just, you know, just come back. But I think it's quite, if anything, I think I spend too much time away from what I need to do instead of, you know, like doing what I have to do. So but I feel that's quite, it's a problem now nowadays, especially for your phone. You just pick it up and you can, you know, you, you, you once you pick up your phone, you know, you just scroll in. You could be there for hours on end. You don't even realise hours have gone past. I think that's a problem, if anything, I need to work on. Instead of I've actually allocating free time, I have to control my time, be disciplined, if that makes any sense. I have to know what I have to get done that has like precedence over my other things I have to get done, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 feel, I know what you're saying. Do you, though, have mm. to, because you do have younger siblings as well, obviously you won't get mm. into nothing else, but do you feel like that's a kind of like a little bit of added pressure on yourself? Because you need, if you work hard, they're going to work hard because they're seeing, oh, he's doing really well. We need to do this, we need to do this. Is that, is that type of, the type of thing that you, you feel as well? Yeah, 125% even. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I think even when I was doing my GCSEs, that's the kind of exam that we do in England when you're in year 11, your final year of secondary school. Mm-hmm. When I was kind of like not burnt out, I wasn't trying to study a lot. I was thinking in my head, if I fail, what does that have to say to like my younger brother, my younger sister? What, what, what does that mean? Like, if I, if I feel myself, how can I then one day in the future just kind of try and push them? We can just turn around and say, Moses, like, look what you did when you were my age. You weren't doing, it, it doesn't make sense. So I feel like I just had to really just motivate myself just to know I have to do the best I can. So one day I can also kind of say to people that are kind of beneath me and in terms of that age that I'm, people, I'm kind of responsible of, I can tell them you need to kind of get do better because I know when I was, their age I was doing good as well as at the same time if that makes any sense mm-hmm. so I, I did kind of push myself to do that quite a bit and I think I think one thing as well obviously I like I believe I can, I can be a selfless person so I think sometimes if I don't work for myself I try to work for you know my parents I try to work for my, my siblings I even try sometimes I told myself if like if I do bad in this test maybe in the future my child might not be able to get shoes that he wants maybe one day so I try to just like Obviously, I know at the end of the day, if you fail, it's, it's on yourself. But I try to just think about other people it will impact instead. So it's just, just kind of like just shift like the, um, how do I say, the repercussions of like me failing on other people. It makes me think, okay, it's, it's I can't do it. I can't afford to do that. I don't want to attack people close to me. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. What's the? Do you not think though that that maybe puts a lot of unnecessary pressure on yourself though? Do you ever feel? Yeah. Do you ever feel like that? I feel I feel like it does. I think I've maybe like I've crashed completely, you know, maybe like a few times. And I hope that like there's something I, I can stop. And like I don't have to crash at all. And it's just but I don't feel I, I feel like it works. I feel like it works. It shouldn't work, but I feel like it works in that kind of regard. But for now it's not a problem. One day it might be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're so young enough, so you should be should be like ready and ready to go and eager and hungry yeah. I definitely would definitely as I said to you before we started I definitely wasn't doing this sort of stuff when I was your age it just did not happen but mm. see um with you being um you know putting your eggs in a lot of different basket as the famous you know saying goes when you're when you're doing that though 
do you have like what if you well better way to structure the question when you have loads and egg legs when you have your eggs and loads of different baskets right you kind of have like a you can start to figure out your flaws so what would you say mm. is like your personal flaw whether that be professionally as in your work and stuff like that and then um you know professionally and then your biggest flaw personally what would you say they are good question once again i think it's important to reflect on like your, your weaknesses i think one big one in terms of when it comes to work, I think sometimes I can be lazy. Sometimes I am quite lazy. I'm quite like, um, I'm too laid back sometimes. So I think obviously you can't always be on top of things. Always, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes I can be quite lazy. Sometimes I can leave things be till later on maybe, or I can kind of just like push off into the side and do something else instead. I think I need to be quiet, like, um, just spend more time and just give more importance to different things that are more important, if that makes any sense once again. but. That's in terms of work. I think personally, one major flaw. I think recently, I think I've my sleep hasn't been the best. I think I've been trying to work on making sure I'm sleeping at a good time, waking up at a good time. But I think that that affects a lot of things now. Because if I'm not sleeping properly, obviously I can't work properly. And if I'm saying I'm lazy, obviously maybe because I'm just tired. So it's just I need to just make sure that I'm taking care of my health as well. I think sometimes I can neglect my health because of work uh, that's not good at all so that's one thing I need to work on I think in my opinion yeah what about like um you're saying your health and that do you mean like um the way you eat or the way you you know maybe you have a drink or something like that or do you mean like health as in like physical health so you're like what would be a good for so the gym or anything like that is that what one what one do you mean by that Putting aside that my, my habits, like my eating habits, my sleeping habits, even sometimes, um, because those two things I think they're quite important for me right now. Things I need to improve in my sleeping and my eating habits. I have to definitely be working, make sure I'm working a lot more on those. I think that's one of the biggest weaknesses personally. I think I have anyway. I need to kind of work on to improve. Good, good. And as you said though, it's not a lot of people when they get asked a question like that will admit their weaknesses because they don't want to admit them because then you have to do something about it. That's the whole difference thing. But, excuse me, on an average night, because obviously, you know, not everybody gets the same sleep every night. They just, they say, I get about eight hours. I will maybe Mm. get six or five or then seven Mm. or eight or whatever. If you had to say, like, obviously it's hard to know, but how much, well, two parts of the question. The first part would be, how many hours do you allocate to your sleep a night? And the second part would be, if you're going to, if you, if you could roughly say how many hours that you actually get versus, you know, how many hours you allocate. Mm. What would you- I, I don't think at the moment, I don't think I allocate any specific kind of number of time. I like to say, like an ideal world, an ideal day. I go to, I'm in bed around 10.30 and I'm, I'm sleeping before 11. That's like in an ideal world. And I wake up maybe six, seven, eight. That's like an ideal, obviously. We don't live in an ideal world. Mm. So usually, even sometimes, once I get on my phone, sometimes I can just be on my phone for too long at night. I can say I, I, I couldn't give a number of hours. So I haven't been tracking it, to be honest. But I can say, for instance, yesterday, I slept around maybe, I want to say 12, 12. But then I woke up quite early, once again, at like four, for no reason. There was no alarm or anything. I just recently, as well, I've been sleeping quite early, but I'm waking up early as well. So it's just like, I have to just work on just getting my body to just do the right thing in terms of my sleeping. And just, yeah. Do you, um, and that's, that's, that's how I've been quite tired throughout the day. Because if I was, I'm sleeping at like 12, waking up at four, it's not a lot of, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get tired. It's, yeah. I'm going to get tired. Yeah. 
Yeah, especially when like you're uh, doing a lot, but when you do, so for example, we'll just take the day you just said, um, well, morning, I guess, whatever you want to call it. When you do wake up at that 4 a.m., what, what do you do from then till you start work? Or do you try and get back to sleep? Or what's what's your regimen? Um, I think what I like to do, I like to make the most of my awake hours. Because once you're awake, that's when you can obviously do, do the most. Mm-hmm. So I think today, my kind of plan was obviously I got out of bed. I tried to eat as soon as possible. Obviously, I went to my calendar to see what I had going on for the day. And I also tried to also kind of um, just get like a list of things that I had to get done in that day. And once I had that, I felt quite tired. I tried to go back to sleep for a little bit, and obviously I didn't. So I just woke up again, and I just got started today, I guess. Hmm. So, like, yeah. when, then, again, that's when I, I, if you're going to turn into like how to help you sleep here, but <laughs> say before you go to sleep, how often or how many, how long do you before you put your phone down, do you go to sleep? If that makes sense. So, like, say like yeah. half an hour before, or do you just is it just like put your phone down and then like try and knock over? What's what's your so-called routine? Once again, and in an ideal world, 10 minutes tops, I like. And I just put some quiet music, leave it to the side and I fall asleep. That's an like an ideal world. But once again, we don't live in an ideal world. So mm. I could be, generally, I could be on my phone for hours at a time. Like I think before this week, before I had school, I would get into bed maybe around 12, 12. I wouldn't sleep till maybe 6 a.m. Just constantly just on a source. It's very unhealthy and it, it messes up everything in terms of waking up early again, my work and education school. But this meant I was on a I was on the phone just using my phone for way too long. I shouldn't be doing that at, at 6 a.m. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But I think currently I have it sorted. Currently it's not an issue right now, but it's also something, it's also it's always a looming issues because I have a phone. I can't not have a phone. So mm-hmm. there's a looming issue that one day I might go over time, but I'm hoping I don't. Yeah, I think I think again it comes to the problem of like, oh, that I felt like my phone had buzzed. I'm going to check it because I could have had oh. this. It could be an email. It could be a message. That's a priority thing. I was actually speaking to somebody um, off air about this type of thing. A, a doctor, which I'm hopefully going to get on, and he was saying what you should do is you should, you should have your um, your phone in another room. And I was like, yeah, but mm. what about alarms? And he was like, you can buy an alarm for ten quid from Asta. It's like, it's not really an excuse, but then it's easy enough to put that into, for those of you who are wondering, I didn't, I don't do that, but it's easy enough to put it into um, impl- implementing it in different things. But yeah, it's something that like, because it's something to do with like the light from the screen and your eyes, yeah. you need, yeah. you need, you need to have it. That's why it's harder to um, fall asleep with the light on and all this sort of stuff. But when you're, um, <clears throat> you know, because you do a lot, do you do you think that the reason you could be tired as well? I know we kind of covered this a little bit, but do you think the reason you could be tired as well is because you're just you're simply just not eating enough, or is it because you, you're not eating the right stuff? I like that question, Carl. Um, I don't, I'm not sure actually. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'll currently I couldn't say. I haven't really put it to the test. Mm-hmm. I haven't put it to the test at all. I haven't. I should be working on my diet a lot more than I currently am. Mm-hmm. So I am trying to improve on that but I couldn't say at the moment. I think it's just a mixture of both, probably, I'd assume. It's a mixture of both. Yeah, the, it's, 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 I appreciate the, the compliment. It's the fact that, like, it's because people don't concentrate on, the main, the main thing you should concentrate on before everything is food. 
because that's mm. literally what fuels the body. Water, yeah, obviously you need to get water, but most people drink enough water every day just because if you don't, you literally pass out. But not a lot of people eat food because you you obviously have to eat every day, but you get people that'll eat the bare, bare, bare minimum and then they actually hurt themselves and cause themselves pain. And it's actually really bad for your insights when you do that type of stuff. But I'm curious as well, just because like, you're, you're bless you, you're a, you're a very motivated, motivated type guy, like, to, to come across to speak about it. so like it, it's something I want to do explore a little bit but see like um I've got another two-part question for you have you ever had to like uh, like because obviously you do a lot so you you're probably put in positions sometimes where you're like ah, I don't know like a little bit nervous everybody gets nervous everybody gets butterflies it's just this what it is but have you ever had to like face your fears before and if you have what was you and uh, what were they and how did you deal with them if you want to talk about it obviously I think I'm honestly, you can always, everybody gets nervous at some point. You have to get nervous. I think even quite very recently, even, I think it was last week, last week, if not a week before, there was actually a networking event now in London. So at at the time, I was supposed to go with two of my friends and then they kind of bailed out last minute. So when I got there, I was the only person, I was going in alone. Obviously now I walked past the place to kind of get a look inside. I, I look inside. It looks quite daunting in there. Everybody's clearly older than me. I'm clearly the youngest, but like five, five years at least, clearly the youngest. Mm-hmm. Even, even to go inside there, to just kind of get to talk to people. And me, I had to approach somebody. It was quite, it was a quite a daunting task, to be honest. But obviously, I think once again, I was just walking around and I called one of my friends that kind of was supposed to come with me. And he just said, like, you have to go inside. Like, you, you made the trip. If you can't go inside today, how about next year when it's even more important? So I was like, okay, I have to go inside. And I literally, I went inside now. I think it was worth it at the end of the day. I met a lot of great people. I was able to communicate with a lot of different kind of disguise, I guess, and learn about their lives and what they've gone through. Mm-hmm. I think it was kind of important for me to just get in there. But beforehand, I was very scared to go inside, very scared, especially, I think, there's a thing called imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when you don't feel like you're um, you're, you're good enough to be in like a certain position. So it's me and me going inside, being the youngest by like a landslide once again, it was quite hard for me to just literally go inside now and just spend time in there talking to different people but obviously once I did it I feel like it was worth it so yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing is though as well is when you know the fact you've done that once it's going to be easier the next time and exactly. then the next time yeah. and the, yeah. the the great thing about you know good for you and the great thing about the fact you have done that is if you see somebody like yourself outside and you're like you know you'd be able to go over and be like, look I was in your shoes come in with me completely randomly come in with me I'll sort you out I'll know you know, mm. Bill and Ben down the street or something like that, they'll be able to help you in and you'll be able to introduce people and then that person will help people and then so on, well, hopefully, and then so on, so on, so on. So you, you, it's probably good for you for like kickstart and stuff like that. Good. But, yeah. See when um, everybody in their journey, right, um, has, uh, how to word this question, everyone in their journey has obstacles they face. Mm. It's what it is. Even if you have a a you know billionaire parents and you still have obstacles like there's still or you can never ever get exactly what you want because it's obstacles so like mm-hmm. how do you when you come in to deal with obstacles how do how do you deal with them and then when you have dealt with them do you like implement what you did in that one to then the next one like how or how do, how does it how do, how do you deal with it because when something's just in my way it's like a daunting thing i have to kind of get over mm-hmm. i like to kind of if possible, once again, if I'm in the right mind frame, I like to kind of just analyze the situation, just look into it a little bit, understand a bit more of the problem, what's going on. <coughs> if possible, mm-hmm. sorry, 
best if possible i like to um kind of I don't, how can i say like kind of scout around to see if i can find somebody that's got like been in this situation before see if they can kind of help me out see what they can also do to kind of just help me out regardless and just tell me some information maybe, maybe advice i don't know but i think that's why it's important to just surround yourself with different people that are even older than you even sometimes mm -hmm. so because they, they know a lot more than you they know a lot more than you so quite literally i like to have a lot of people around me that can aid me in these kind of situations i think one time um i think lockdown obviously was quite hard for a lot of people i think for me in terms of my education in year 12 so my first year of college it was quite hard for me to obviously join online lesson and actually engage properly if that makes any sense yeah, yeah. so i was i wasn't engaging at all to be honest for like a good few months i wasn't engaging in any of the content whatsoever and i think i did miss like a lot large chunk of my learning because of that because i just wasn't able to get myself in the right mindset to just do schoolwork because it was quite different to me online and even in that case what i did was i spoke to a few of my friends <coughs> and they said that it's obviously they told me it's important that like, i can't just fail for no reason and if anything it's better for me to have lockdown because it means I can spend more time on other things because I'm just at home the entire time. So I think that kind of helped me to talk to different people and just kind of take, face the issue head on, I guess. Yeah, and I think also, obviously, experiencing that kind of hurdle, just get over that hurdle now. Now I know the next time I see something similar, I can do the same thing just to get over that as well and just talk to a few people that are around me, just get over as much things as I can quickly, hopefully, as well. Yeah, the... the... Again, it's a, it's a very positive way to be, to be honest. And as well as like, I'm I'm really intrigued with um, what you're saying about your friendship group. It's kind of setting on my mind a little bit. I guess the viewers will be able to tell you, very positive. So yeah, because it's, it's setting on my mind. To mm. find a friendship group like yourself, obviously if I'm right in saying this, is that one, you all relate. Like you're all driven. From what you've told me, obviously, you've all driven, you're all successful in that. Is that, is your friendship group you've had always been like that? Or have you had to like kind of narrow it down and add people in and narrow it down and narrow it down? Or have you always managed to like hang about with, you know, these select, you know, guys, girls, whatever they identify as? I think it does take time. It does take time to also just meet people that are kind of the similar mindset to you. So it's a kind of, um, I think for me, in my case, I was quite fortunate that everybody that I spent a lot of time with today, they all went to the same school as me. So we all went to the same school in the same year group we kind of just knew each other and from then we just kind of there's always from talking to each other now spending a lot of time together you realize okay these guys well see i think that, that like one of my friend tells me quite a bit as well the main the best test of anything the best reveal of anything is time so the more time you spend with somebody the more you learn about them the more you learn about their ideals their beliefs so i feel like just spending time with a lot of people you have to kind of narrow it down and say okay i know this guy's good for this i know this guy's good for that and then just like that you just build off each other as well and i think like I mentioned before, people get jealous when they see other people succeed. But I think in our case, we don't get jealous. It's the opposite even. If anything, it makes us happy. It makes us so happy that we're driven to overachieve ourselves and do whatever they did even better, if anything. I find that's quite important to just have like, just people that, they don't get jealous. So even sometimes I know people, they do something like really good, but they're scared to tell people because they think, oh, he might not like me anymore because of it. Or oh, maybe he's going to get a bit jealous. I think in, I like to believe in you in my case, I can openly say I've done something and I know people say, well done, congratulations. And I also know that they'll go behind the scenes now to kind of work on them themselves and just do something even better potentially. So yeah, that's definitely, I think I'm very, very grateful for the friendship group being able to build over the years, 100%. Good, yeah. Our, the thing is as well is that a lot of people don't realise if you, you do kind of, it kind of makes you look selfish in a way, I've had to do it, like speaking from my point of view here, 
I only hang about with, for those of you that well know, well know, for those of you who don't, I only hang about with uh, my training partners and my family really now. I don't have, because, or obviously people like, you know, that are involved in, that are motivated, successful, stuff like that, stuff that people are like, and I don't really have the outside influences anymore because obviously, and obviously with me being um, nearly 10 years older than you, I've, yeah. nine years, I've kind of like managed to develop that skill from, you know, figuring out that you you can even have, you know, friends that you've known for, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 years, whatever, and you can turn out that they're the negative ones. They're the ones that are bringing you down. So when they go, you flourish. It's it's a weird it's a weird dynamic. I, I feel what you're saying. And I think it's good that you've done it at such a young age. But you know, you you really never know who's going to come in and out of your life. And the same thing as well. It's like um, you know, we're not finishing by the way. But like you gave me your time, and but so then it's going to look reflect good on you, not only to me. And obviously, like I said before we started, I'm really thankful to everybody. You know, that's that's another thing that people don't realize is that helping helping people is something everybody should do more often and less being like, what do you get out of it? Being like, I'm just gonna help somebody just out of my own because if I want help, but then I don't help someone that asks, even if it's a completely different person, why do I deserve the help? Because you you know I you know you didn't give it. It's 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 a weird well, it's not really it's weird for some people to to you know look at it that way but then again mm. at the end of the day to the the some people don't wash their hands when they come out the toilet so i mean that's weird to other people it's it's very like it's very very you know different things but like a similar kind of mindset concept type thing but mm. <clears throat> excuse me see when you're um you know with being at your age and with being involved in what you're involved in and things like that and obviously you have social media which will get on you and you know, obviously later on when we're finishing in that for everybody. But do you watch what you two two part question again? Do you watch what you post on your social media, whether that be Instagram or Twitter or anything like that? Or and and if you do, or if you don't, obviously, do you think that people should watch what they post and stuff when it comes to um being employed and things like that? Yeah, I think there was one episode, I don't, I forgot the one it was, I think this question, I, I heard this question before and I was kind of interested because I, when I heard the question, I was answering it myself in my head as well. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it and I think 100%, I think it's important to watch what you post online. Because mm-hmm. I think nowadays, especially, that's just the main way that people can judge who you are before actually meeting you. I think obviously it's an issue that humans do judge each other, but it's I think it's it's unavoidable to be honest. And we see somebody judge them instantly. So I think the best way is to judge people nowadays is to see what they're doing online. So if you see someone's social media now, that's how they portray themselves. That's their brand. And that's how if you're gonna hire them, that's who you're gonna take into your own brand now. So people have to be very considerate what they're putting online. Because I think there's always been a few instances, maybe somebody's done something years ago, maybe, and it gets uncovered. And obviously at that point now, it's there's a bit of controversy going around them in terms of whether they should still be getting different partnerships and whatnot because of their previous history. I think in that case, it's quite extreme. Mm-hmm. But once again, like I said before, people judge. We cannot be judged. And the main way to judge somebody without ever meeting them is to go through social media nowadays. So people look at your Instagram, they look at your Twitter, they look at your Snapchat, whatever it is they look at. They'll say, okay, Moses, I know he does X, Y, Z. He likes X, Y, Z. He believes X, Y, Z. From then, they can just make a conclusion almost of who you are and what you believe in without actually meeting you. So I think it's quite important we establish ourselves very well online. And I think it's just, it's unfortunate to be honest, but I think it's unavoidable because it's even like saying, 
Now, imagine obviously you go outside mm-hmm. and you have like a big sign in the forehead saying, I'm Moses or I'm Kyle. Mm-hmm. If you do something stupid, everybody will know, okay, Kyle, he, he, does, he does stupid things in, in the shops. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's online now and the social media, that's where people can see, okay, that's what Moses does, you know? And that's, also again, humans judge and it's unavoidable. So I think it's just, it's just the way it is. But I think it's, and because of that, it's important we moderate what we put online. And I, I try to moderate it myself. And you should. That's something I always say to people. You be authentic, be who you are. But if you're going to be an idiot, if you're going to be yeah. um, saying things towards, you know, whether that be like another sex, another race, or another, you know, company, another, you know, family member, if you're going to be a bully or something like that, you don't deserve a job. Like in my mm. eyes, like, and I'm not just saying that from somebody that's experienced hate, a lot of hate in his life. You genuinely don't. And I think that if you think it's okay to be like that and then go online and say that to people and that, it's like, okay, but you may not, say you didn't have a job, you're making it look like your parents brought you up wrong. Mm. You know, the, the you know, with me, you know, I'm kind of like yourself. I was just brought up by my mum, but like my brother kind of helped with a little bit and so did my little sister. So we, we're really close. And uh, mm. if I know if I said something ridiculous, which I don't, but if I did, it would look bad on them. And people, they would get exactly. hate as well. That's what people don't realise is that post what you post online, fair enough. You know, say what you say what you want to say, but it's not you all the time that necessarily will get the hate. You might, people might leave you alone. You know, if you're a bit like Dwayne Johnson, not a lot of people are going to give him hate in person. But if you're a bit like Dwayne Johnson's brother or sister or say whatever he has, I guess, they're mm. going to get the hate because people, they can, they can hassle them more and not get any re- repercussions type thing. It's, you it's a very good way of dealing with it and with your age because when you're my age um you'll it'll be incredible to see where social media actually is yeah especially yeah. with like the metaverse and nfts and all this sort of stuff it's going to be incredible to see where we are so it'll be good to and i do think that you're very right in saying that you you never know what's going to get brought up like from the past mm. or somebody that's been following you now could be following you along because they know you want to employ you they know what you do so they're going to continue following you for years and years and years and as soon as you mess up you're done like mm. but you'll never know you never lost that opportunity for that reason but in here you might be like if i hadn't posted that i wonder if i would have a job right now i wonder if i'd be where i want to be it's it's very yeah you you, you definitely have the right mindset for it i'll give you that um 100%. I think also kind of just on the back of what you said, some things don't actually have to be shared. Mm. Some things you can just you can just keep to yourself, to be honest. And I think even just me recently, I've been reading quite a lot as well. Mm. I, I've seen as well, even just in my own behavior, other people's behavior, like people like attention, to be honest. People like a lot of attention. So when people are sharing controversial stuff online, they know what they're doing, to be honest. They know if people are going to see it. They know it's there for people to see. So if that's your brand you're building, I don't think there's an issue that there's no reason for someone to complain if there's backlash when you that's the brand you're putting up. That's only that's only thing people can use to judge you on. Because nobody's met me in real life before. But if they've seen online, I've said XYZ, that's who they know me as for what I've done, if that makes any sense. So I mm-hmm. feel like, yeah, it's just your brand. So it's important you just you wonder it 100 percent Yeah, and um when you do come to realize that, and usually people do it again. I'm, I am quite, and people will be able to tell because it's like the, the Derek Johnson podcast. I was very taken back. I'm very taken back how motivated you are for 
being 18 is it's incredible that's why i'm kind of like stuttering my words a little bit it's, i just was not like that at 18 not i'm not even like trying to like you know and you know like just i'm just being truthful so just being honest like mm. it's incredible i'm pretty sure but yeah. again though is that because you know you do have like i know i know i already asked this question but i'm going to rephrase it a little bit where does the this motivation come from? Because there's bound, I know you're saying you know you didn't have a, a dad. Is that is that I'm sure you said you didn't have a dad, so you brought up with your mom just like me. So like, and I know why I'm motivated. So I'll, I'll say it after you said it. But there has to be another reason. Like, where did this motivation stem from? Like, where where did it come from? I want to know myself to be honest. I don't know. Hmm. I've no. I generally, I generally don't know. I'm not sure. Generally, I don't know. Maybe I watched something when I was younger. I, I have no idea. Mm. I have no idea. But I think it's a good trait I have. And I think I want to just build on it as well, keep it forward. But I have generally have no idea. I, I don't know what it is about me that's done. Because a lot of people I talk to as well, they kind of say, like, even people my age, are like, mate, are you crazy or something? Like, what are you doing? Or like, you're doing too much. Like, just calm down. I just, I've, I, just I just can't. I can't find myself to do it. I, it just drives me, to be honest. It's just the way I am, I think. And it's not much. I don't know what the reason is for it, to be honest. Is it because, yeah. like, you know, and is it because you're in, um, for people that don't know, he, you know, he lives, he's um, lucky enough to live in London, my my second favourite place after Manchester. But mm. um, do you think it is because it's in London and there's so much potential to be successful and there's so many, there's, what, there's something like, oh, something like over, like, was it is it like ten thousand or a thousand millionaires and then it's like a hundred and one billionaires or something like that, or there was last year mm. i think it, is that is it because you know that the potential is there in that city and you're like i'm here i should take sheer advantage of the fact that i'm lucky enough mm. to stay in london is that do you think that's something that plays on your head as well a little bit i think thankfully thankfully um it didn't but it didn't before it didn't before. And also even going into university, people have the option not to pick if they want to stay in London or obviously go to a different city for their university. Mm-hmm. I think, thankfully, I realised around maybe May, June 2021, how like valuable it is to just live in London, to be in London, and how much potential and how much opportunities there are actually in London. But that's something that I had before, like maybe, sorry, maybe May 2021. So I think I was still quite inspired to do a lot even beforehand. Mm-hmm. But it was really like this last year when I realized, wow, like London's actually, there's a lot you can do here. You can you can achieve a lot in London. There's a lot you can that can be put on your plate just because you live in London, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So I think from that, I kind of knew, okay, that's even more of a reason for me to just do as much as I can in London, just make take advantage, I guess. Just go through, meet as many people as I can, talk to different people. Because like I said before, the people that live in London, if you look at the stats, it's, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So for me to live in a city with people like that, it means I have to make the most of it, to be honest. I have to. I have, I have no other choice. It doesn't make sense for me to like to go away from it or just to move away from it. I have to make the most of what I have been given on my plate. So I think definitely it's important that I found out now. I'm glad I found out. Because before I didn't. Before Definitely when I was 17, 16, even 18, I didn't know that. But I found out. I think I'm glad I found out. I, I like this age I am at right now, it's quite important that I've finally found out. Yeah, the, the, excuse me, it's because like people don't realise that like when you live in a bigger city like that, I currently don't, but when you live in a bigger city, 
one obviously in London there was something like eight and a half million people. In Scotland, there's five people in a whole the whole of Scotland. Five million people, obviously, not five literally, mm. but it's it's mm. it's crazy. And the people you'll meet and the connections you'll make in the type of industry, you know, whether that be computer science and whether that be real estate, is incredible. I mean, London is one of the most biggest hubs for real estate investment in the United Kingdom. And it's probably one in the whole world, probably. It wouldn't surprise me. Well, I don't know the stat, but it probably, would, it probably wouldn't surprise me if it was. But what I'm curious about with all this sort of past, with all, you know, London and it, it's, you know, extravagantness and it's very like temptations and various stuff. How do you not listen to the temptations and how do you like still kind of zone in every day to that? Because I'm sure there's lots of like things that you could be taking your mind, you don't have to go into them, but you could be taking your mind off. But how do you like stay on the straight and narrow constantly rather than having like even days where you're off it, you, you seem to have mm. constantly be on it. How, how do you manage to deal with that? That's about to take a lot out and you like make you met like take a lot out and you mentally stay like that. Or what do you what's your opinion on that? I agree. I think it is quite toxic. It, it must be quite toxic, especially like I said before, social media. My friends could be doing anything. I don't know what they're doing. Which I'm seeing that now. That's what they're doing. It, it, it looks nice. On paper, it looks nice. You look at it, they're having fun. It looks like they're having fun. You they're enjoying themselves. It makes you think, wow, you know, I'm at home. Obviously, I'm not. Having, I'm not screaming, I'm not having fun, I'm not smiling as much as they are. But I don't know what it is once again. I just, that kind of life, doing all of that kind of stuff, it's never really been attractive to me, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. I think maybe, if anything, I think that's one thing that I can say I can attribute to my parents 100%. They've kind of drilled into me from young that, like, you know, there's certain things that there's no point doing almost. There's not a lot of joy you're going to get out of doing certain things, because especially if there's, like, short-term joys, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So like it's it's happy today, but in the future it's gonna impact you. I just think growing up, just my my parents have just been pushing me away from just building very very bad habits that potentially maybe get into. So I, in that case, I'm fortunate that to say that there's a lot of things that even growing up to this day, I don't really, I don't see the point of, I don't see the point of. It doesn't really attract me. It doesn't really make sense to me at all. Mm-hmm. So I think once again, it's not like anything. Like I don't feel like I'm missing out. I don't care about. It. So I never thought like maybe I'm missing out on having some fun, maybe because I just don't care. So yeah. that means that it's not a problem almost. Because I, I don't I don't care. So like say you're 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 downtime, right? You know, you're mm. you're not working either whether that be with your mates, whether that be with um your younger siblings, whatever that may be. What would you say is like your number what because everybody doesn't have a one thing because it all depends on what you're doing. So we'll say like what's your top you could go, you can go over it if you want, but like, what's your top three things you do to like, apart from clearly movies that you, uh, because everybody will see the, the Dragon Ball Z poster behind you, the Avengers one, and. Definitely, definitely. That's the one, yeah. I totally knew that. Totally knew that. <laughs> what do you, what do you do when, what do you do to wind down? Like, what's your number one thing where you can just like, you know, makes you feel like, makes you feel, apart from working, that makes you feel good? If, I, if I'm alone, I'm absolutely alone. Mm-hmm. Or well, we'll do if, we'll do if you're alone or if you're with your mates type thing. Because obviously, it might be the same. You never know, but it might be different. <laughs> I mean, it's, people ask me this question quite a bit. I don't, I, I don't know why. I, it's bad. I find it hard to answer mm-hmm. because generally, I'm not sure. 
I'm generally not sure. I think I just, when I do what I want, I don't want to do at that time. It makes me, that's that's enough for me anyway. That's, mm. I don't need, that's enough for me. So I think in my downtime, probably just, just, just the usual, just scrolling on my phone, maybe TikTok, Reddit, whatever I want to do, just scrolling. I think that's quite, it's quite relaxing. I feel listening to music actually is probably a big one, actually. I mean, listening to driving is quite a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just going outside, going outside. I like going for a walk sometimes, listening to music. And obviously if I have the time and I, I'm in the right mental state, I, like, I don't mind playing a few video games here and there. I think I can spend a lot of time doing that as well. But yeah, I think the video, with video games, though, it's a bad, I feel like it's a bad habit almost because you can, like I said before, you can just kill hours just playing a game. And then I, I, I don't like killing hours because when I look back, I'm like, why? Why did I do that? Even though I enjoy myself, I'm like, you know, I'd rather, I would have rather not. So I don't like playing video games, but obviously when I do play video games, that's probably the number one enjoyment because it's a lot of like, um, what's it called? Is it serotonin? Serot- I don't know what it is anymore. Yeah, it releases yeah, the brain and makes you feel yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's very enjoyable, very addictive playing video games. But if not, listening to music and just going outside, I guess. I like the fresh air sometimes, so yeah. And also, sorry, we said when I'm with my friends. I'm with my friends. When it's talking to people around me, I like talking. I'm a very talkative person. I like talking to family, talking to friends. So just spending time with my friends or family, I guess, I think that's quite important for me. Mm. Like I said before, I like, I like going outside as well. If I'm going outside with family or friends, that's probably like the number one thing I could probably do. I'll be, I'll be over the moon. Like I'm just spending time getting to talk a bit more about different things. Other than that, um, with other people. I guess if you go out and you eat some nice food with some of your friends, I think that's quite nice to do as well. You go to like a restaurant or something, quite enjoyable. So definitely, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. What's um, and you're very right about the computer. You know, just take away two points of what you said. The the games, the game, game gaming itself is fun, um, but I always say to people, unless you want to take it professionally, which is apparently it was easier before debatable i think it's a lot easier now that you can't you that's when you spend your hours playing games that's when you spend your hours saying because that's what you want to do but don't Mm. go around in five years time for example someone that's your age versus you five years time and it's like oh damn i wish i'd done that i wish you could you anybody could just turn around and say you literally spent four or five hours a night playing video games like, what were you expecting to happen? Like, were you expecting just to, to be handed to you when somebody's willing to work and put themselves in that position? It's, it's crazy. And the second one, um, if you are going to play um, a game, what, what would it be? What would be your favourite? What type of game you really like playing? Currently, currently, it's a bad game to play. Like I said before, it takes a lot of time. But I do like, because I'm a football fan, I like playing FIFA. So it's like a really, it could be a really casual game and it's good because you can also play with other people as well. Mm-hmm. Be a really casual game, but it's also quite competitive as well at the same time. Obviously, that kind of competitive a- aspect can really take, you know, it can take a lot of your time, a lot of your day. Mm-hmm. If not FIFA, then I guess maybe um, just sort of single-player games that I can play while listening to music. I think recently I've been playing Fallout 4 mm-hmm. and also Doom Eternal as well as kind of two I've played at the moment. Well, Other I, than that, I don't think I've played... Sorry, go on. No, 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 you, you go on. It's my bad. Apologies. I was gonna say I don't. I don't think I played that often because I. I don't want to. Because once I do fall into that hole, I've. I've fallen deep into that hole. So I rather not fall into the hole at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Uh, what? When you are listening to music, what? Uh, who? Who would you say is like your top? Because this is a hard question. But who would you say mm. is like the top? We'll say a handful because I won't give you a number because then you might feel obligated to say someone. But who's your top handful number that you would say that you actually listen to? If not every day, like on a 
your average one, so like on a daily basis type thing? Yeah, I think even if you don't, even without a number, there's always three, maybe four that constantly, I think it's important to listen to music that um, kind of puts you in the right mind frame. Because I think with music, you, you're spending a lot of time, you're taking it in. So if the music I'm listening to doesn't put me like the right kind of mindset, I don't like it. I think in recent years, I've been doing a lot of, um, don't know if you're going to know them too much, but there's a guy called A Boogie with a hoodie. I'm a big fan of him. Mm-hmm. Um, big fan of um, another individual name of Kondo Rondo, big fan. Mm-hmm. From the last guy currently, I want to say Meek Mill. If you've heard of any of those three, to be honest, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't um, I don't know HNC and sound production, and and a lot of rappers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> with working okay, with okay. A, a grime rapper, actually, like, mm-hmm. uh, before um, yeah, yeah, we we listen to a lot of that type of stuff. I'm a huge hip hop head, huge hip hop head. But yeah. when um, you know, with everything we've said and that, and again, I'm not finishing. I'm just but just uh, analysing what I've said. 100%. When it's got um, five years' time, I know you're saying you want to be self-employed and things like that. So what does 10 years' time look for you? Not money-wise, because obviously you, 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 we, we said before, but you'll have a goal. But what does 10 years' time look down the line for you? Do you still want to be in the UK or because you want to be in... Um, computer science or like apps or anything like that and real estate are you going to move to the states or are you going to move to like you know maybe dubai or apparently australia is now starting to get big up on like the apps where mm. or is it you just want to live here in london and do that type of thing i think if given the freedom and given that like the kind of time to i would very much like to just go to like a it's a completely different city i think one country i would like quite recently i like zurich quite a bit well, there's a language barrier there, but it's also a good thing. I can learn a new language a bit. So mm-hmm. I think I'm a big fan of Zurich. If not, I genuinely love London. I can't lie. I'm a big fan. I just love London. I could stay here forever. I would I wouldn't mind. Maybe in 10 years I, I might change my mindset, but I know I'm a big fan of London. But Zurich, I think it'll be nice to go there. Even Paris. It'd be nice to just be like a different city where you don't speak this language as everybody else. You kind of you're forced to learn stuff basically and you just you kind of explore a bit, spend time in like a different culture, different society. Yeah, I think that's quite that'd be that'd be ideal to be honest. I wouldn't mind that to be fair. Yeah, what um you know what 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 attracts you to London though? Is it the possibilities or is it because you've had quite a lot of success in London so far, or is it because there's like another reason? What's what kind of keeps you keeps you there? What's your anchor is a better way is what I was looking for there. I think what I like about London is um even recently I have a lot of family from like different places in the world. Mm-hmm. But for me to kind of like understand that they value London so highly, I think outside of even outside of London, people value London quite highly. It's quite like a it's a nice place to go to. For some people, it's even a dream to come to London one day and just, you know, just be in London and just get a job here, work here. I think I was talking to a guy, I don't know if it was maybe September or August. He came from South Africa. He came to London for the first time to live here. Even him, he was mesmerized. He was, he was so, he just loved the place. He was asking so many different questions. And just really surprising to see people from outside of London. They just seem to, this this almost, I don't want to say it like idolized, because that's like a strong word, but it really seems to see how good of a city London can really be in terms of different opportunities, different people you would meet. I think just for me to kind of not want to take things for granted, I think that's quite important for me to just think about. And I think also to think that my parents, obviously they moved to London so I think that just, for me, that gives me like a lot of motivation as well to see, obviously, that my parents' dream was to come to London. 
mm-hmm. it should be my dream to kind of like almost accomplish London to be to like do as much as I can within London and like just have success within London since my parents dream was to actually to make it here and they, they, they succeeded in that so they're here I think I should just accomplish their dream it just yeah just find a success in London I think that's one thing that's kind of motivates me as well to be fair well um if you're watching this um from five years from now what's like maybe like again it's hard to put a number on it because like you never want to say you know oh they've my top two things because that's impossible but mm. we'll say again uh, we'll say what's the top handful of things you would want to say to yourself in five years time if you were to look at this right now in five years what would you want yourself to say five years time hopefully i'm still right very driven mm-hmm. Still very driven. Hopefully, I still value my relationships with people around me. I'm making sure that um, you know, I'm taking care of them, my relationships. So I'm also just I'm being generous, I'm being kind to different people, I'm not getting very angry. I'm controlling my relationships quite well, they're all going quite smoothly. Mm-hmm. I think also um, you know, I'm just enjoying myself. I'm being I'm happy, I've got good relationships around me once again. I think that's quite important to have good relationships. So yeah, I'm just I'm just happy. I'm looking around. I see everything. I'm spending my time in the right places. I see that I'm pursuing my dream. I'm doing different kinds of things that make me happy at the time. And yeah, just just keep strong, man. Keep strong, I guess. Don't don't give up. Good, good. And again, you you've you know you the the stuff we've covered is, you know, it's I I am taken back a little bit, but like you you you're very very motivational and driven. So I think you should definitely hone in on that on various different subjects. And I'll speak to you once we finish the podcast about something I think would really help yourself. So what I do want to say is I do want to say thank you for your time, especially for the time of night it is and that as well. It's incredible that you gave me, you know, this amount of time. And I think we've went for an hour and a half of like, it's crazy. I do want to say thank you. And I do want to say to everybody, what's your, um, what's your, if, if you want to give them out, We'll say, what's your Instagram and Twitter and stuff that people can maybe, like, if they're struggling with motivation and they're like, I don't know what mm. to do, they could maybe contact you and, you know, you could help them if you want, obviously. 100%. I think my LinkedIn is obviously a good place to start. So that's just my name. So just Moses McCola. Mm-hmm. I know that would be in the title, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think what's my, my Instagram that goes by, obviously, my first name, mm-hmm. underscore my surname. So Moses underscore McCola is my Instagram awesome. I'm currently using right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's like that's that's really easy to find as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you guys know that what I think uh, the the best bet would be because LinkedIn. A lot of people do have LinkedIn, but they could sometimes get muddled in. I I would say Instagram, but yeah. LinkedIn. I would say LinkedIn if you want to contact them in a professional stuff about stuff. LinkedIn yeah. is the best place. Instagram if you want like more casual conversation. Just in my first, I'm sure you'll agree. But again, I want to say to everybody. Um, I want to say to you first. Moses, thank you for coming on. And you genuinely keep the keep the motivational attitude. Keep it. Don't you all get beat? You all get beat down, and you all get like crushed in that because it, it does. Everybody, it's it's a horrible thing to say, but it does happen. You will have a day where you burn out. But mm-hmm. remember though that there's everything. The whole famous uh, old wife's tale. Everything happens for a reason. Everything. You meet people and you engage in conversations, whether it be negative or positive, for a reason. All the time. It just is what it is. And you always mm. suck from it what you want and keep. Keep in you what they say that you'll take in will stay in you longer than what you meant. And it will actually actively make you do good stuff. So, you know, again, I want to thank you for coming on. And I want to um, 
say thank you to everybody for watching the comments and subscribes everything it means a lot and um, one minute of someone's time is something that you can't get back so the fact that everybody's watched this for one minute of time it means so much thank you very much for watching thank you again moses and uh, like comment subscribe i'll see you later on see you later